0: Public hearing, an Auburn City news podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, community editor for the Plainsman.
1: I'm Evan Mealens, assistant community editor for the Plainsman.
0: Well, I hope you've had a good week, Evan. You know, I've um, been freezing all week, but you know.
1: Yeah, you know, winter is finally coming after uh, quite quite a while. It's a little late, but it's here.
0: Yeah, um, and I'm cold.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't really mind it, but
0: it's It's even cold inside, though. I'm
1: just
0: like one of my classes (laughs) had the air conditioning on. I was. Why? like what purpose is this serving yeah I mean just sit here in my (laughs) park Anyway, (laughs) well this week there was another Auburn City Council meeting and boy was it packed (laughs) yeah both there were a decent amount of people there and there was a decent amount of stuff on the agenda Uh, from citizen comments to rare occurrences it was probably one of the most interesting meetings I'd say that I've been to
1: yeah so it's a bit of the calm before the storm so Things started off like they usually do with the pledge and the moment of silence. And before we get into it, it's good to note that City Manager Jim Buston, he was not present at the meeting. So Assistant City Manager Megan Crouch was the acting manager at the meeting. That means that she introduced all votes to the council and she ran the meeting.
0: During mayor's communications, Mayor Ron Anders addressed a number of things, including the Martin Luther King Jr. breakfast that was held uh, this previous Monday. And the new skate park, that they had their ribbon cutting on Tuesday. Lots of things that happened this week. Mm -hmm. Um, He also addressed the Health Plus Fitness Center pool closing, which residents raised concerns over last week.
1: Mayor Anders said he spoke with hospital officials late last week. And as of the Tuesday night council meeting, hospital officials were still considering options with the city and for themselves to possibly keep the pool open, at least for a, a length of time. The mayor and the council were still waiting on a response from the hospital. Um, At the time of the meeting, but the mayor said he appreciates the hospital for their willingness to speak about the whole situation.
0: So we'll talk about this a little more at the end of the episode when we Mm -hmm. talk about what some citizens said. But I want to I want to keep everything together. But it's good to note that the pool is not at the health at health plus is not publicly owned. It's owned by East Alabama Medical Center at their health plus fitness center. It is a privately owned entity business. Mm -hmm. So the city has no real say or any authority in this. What happened was after people raised concerns, the mayor went, the mayor and some city officials went and asked and spoke to the hospital mm-hmm. to ask them, you know, is there any way to keep it open? Is there, you know, any way that you know, maybe the city could buy it? Or those are, there were lots of ideas thrown around. Ultimately, it's a business decision by the hospital right. on what they want to do with that pool. Um, which was kind of what Mayor Anders was trying to get across to everyone uh, at the beginning of the meeting, that he feels bad, and so do other council members and city staff, that it's not going to be open Mm because it's a pretty big part of the community. Uh, That pool and that fitness center, and it's something that the city kind of had included into their parks and rec plan, that uh, it would kind of be there. And so now that it's not, it's kind of throwing them for a loop as well.
1: But at the end of the day, like you said, it's not really their decision. The city's decision. And the pool is actually closing to make offices and patient rooms at the hospital to add more doctors. So um, so after a few more announcements from council members uh, about various upcoming ward meetings, which you can check out those dates and times on the city's website, by the way, the council moved on to the consent agenda.
0: Ward 8 council member Tommy Dawson removed two items from the consent agenda. The first was a preliminary engineering agreement with the Alabama Department of Transportation to put in interchange lighting and landscaping at Exit 50 on Interstate 85. Uh, he removed them because, well, this was a big <laughs> deal for Mr. Dawson.
1: i just like to see on a serious note. I, I didn't want to hear here say it, but I do appreciate the staff's hard work and containing the grants and things that went into a lot of work. I appreciate it. We're very excited to be finally getting some lights out there at uh, Exit 50. Maybe we we'll won't have any. Nothing bad happened. we got the lights out there. So it's really much needed and we really appreciate it.
0: Councilmember Dawson also removed an agenda item covering the construction agreement with the Department of Transportation for the lighting and landscaping at the same exit.
1: The rest of the consent agenda was approved as is. It included two taxpayer penalty waiver requests for Evergreen and Aspen Heights, respectively. A tax abatement for Winkleman Flowform Technology, which will be investing $2.2 million into their Auburn office and hiring 12 new employees. There's also an alcoholic beverage license, four additional contracts and agreements, mostly for the construction of the lighting at Exit 50 and Exit 57. There's five easements and right-of-ways and two board appointments.
0: Following this, there were several ordinances that needed approval Tuesday evening.
1: The first two were to establish various stop signs and traffic speed signs around the city. Assistant City Manager Megan Crouch told the Plainsman that the council always has to vote on these individually because that's what the city code says to do. So That's why we tend to see a lot of those.
0: Yeah, makes sense following the city code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is also um they're also then like written into the city code too, which I always find. Yeah. Interesting and long as well. Mm-hmm. Like you can go and look at every stop sign that's in Auburn. <laughs> but um another good thing to note though is that for example with these um ordinances, they required unanimous consent because they were on their first reading. Mm-hmm. So, if you'll remember from a couple episodes ago, uh the one actually that we did with Corey before Christmas, um they the city uh, council members kind of recently <laughs> learned that they were um, doing a couple of things a little wrong when it came to Robert's rules of order, and so they've been doing a couple extra votes, if you will, where Mayor Anders will say something along the lines of, uh, "Let's vote if let's vote on if everyone's okay with voting on this tonight." So we're voting on if we <laughs> want to take a vote, and everyone will say yes or no, and if everyone says yes, then they will take a vote, and so. Uh, The assistant city manager pointed out to me that every as long as everyone agrees to take the vote, then the vote can be you can you can vote no. So as long as everyone says yes, I am okay voting, then we can take the vote. But if Mm -hmm. one person says no, we cannot vote. Then they have to wait for the second reading, which would be at the next meeting, where then we don't have to worry about taking the is everyone okay voting tonight. Right. So that's what the unanimous consent means is that is we need unanimous consent to vote on it tonight. Uh, we don't need unanimous consent to actually do the action. But usually it's for stop signs and things. And, right. Um,
1: <laughs> and so you don't normally have to worry about that.
0: Right. Normally there's not much discussion, let alone a uh, concern. Sometimes people will be like, we want more. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> then that would usually mean they're definitely going to approve them and they'll maybe have another one later.
1: <laughs> right. So uh, moving forward in the meeting, uh, there were several annexations, all of which required a public hearing, and each of them were approved. Uh, Then there were two rezonings, one dealt with one of the properties that was just annexed and the other with the Greens at Auburn. Both were also approved. Um, Under resolutions, there were four conditional use approvals. So what conditional use means is that some districts in the city, um, based on their zone, um, there is a limit to what can be built, and it has to be brought before the Planning Commission and the Council and voted on and approved in order for that construction to take place. The first resolution for conditional use approval was to construct the new park in Ward 4, which was approved.
0: The second resolution up for approval was a cell tower located on Wimberley Road, which is near um, the neighborhood Woodland Park. The proposal was for a 260-foot cell tower uh, for Verizon. Um, according to the authorized representative that spoke during the public hearing for the resolution. But we're simply asking for a conditional use to, to improve the communications within this area of Auburn, the city of Auburn, uh, to improve the uh, the wireless connectivity to not only the residents, but the students of Auburn University. Residents were worried about the cell tower potentially falling over, saying that many houses were would be within the fall radius. There were also concerns raised over the construction of the tower, lowering the property values of the nearby homes. And I'm also a business person and and I also pay property tax and I am const- extremely worried about the property value of my home too. That is a, uh, a very concern of mine. Uh, <clears throat> as you all know, we pay a premium for our property because we love Auburn. And I am afraid that um, that value would go considerably down. Ultimately, after the after a couple of residents spoke during the public hearing and the public hearing was closed, the next step would be somebody to on the council to make a motion to either approve or deny or something with the right. resolution. Instead, nothing happened. We sat in silence for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Mayor Anders asked the assistant city manager. Uh, what happens if no one does anything? <laughs> and she was like, well, um, then nothing happens and it just dies on the table and that's that. Right. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Nobody made a motion. So it died on the table. And that effectively means it was denied. Um, right. For this meeting. Yeah. Well, actually, the issue itself is just denied. OK. And uh, so I spoke with um, planning director Forrest Cotton after the meeting and he said that since it was effectively denied that uh this this resolution as it stands with those plans cannot be brought before the council, before the council again unless they can prove that there was some type of you know something that went wrong mm. something that wasn't fair or something like that that rarely happens and probably won't happen so in order for the council to even hear the proposal for this cell tower in this exact spot with these exact plans again could never happen Okay. but if the um people looking to build the tower make new plans mm-hmm. and like maybe they, they make it ha- has to be significant change is what they have to prove he said in order for the council to be able to reconsider putting the tower in that specific property
1: okay okay
0: now there were it was tossed around that supposedly they might look at putting the tower somewhere else uh per mm-hmm. residence. Um, the off, the representative that got up and spoke, uh, he said he didn't know of such plans. So,
1: so it's kind of up in the air.
0: Yeah, kind of up in the air. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but the next conditional use vote was tabled until a later meeting. Council members voted to table the conditional use, um, for an expansion for Sky Bar in downtown. The application for conditional use appears to call for an expansion of their second level, including adding additional restrooms as well as more storage space. However. Council members said they felt that the renderings and drawings they were given by the business were a little too hard to read, and until they could better understand what it would look like, they wanted to table it.
0: The last ordinance was for the neighborhood uh, Farmville Lakes to add recreational use items such as a pool, pool house, gym, parking lot, other things of that nature. (laughs) Pretty standard.
1: (laughs) The final resolution was for the addition of 12 more police officers, which was passed unanimously. This now raises a total number of Auburn Police Division officers from 135 to 147. This was done to ensure that at least one officer was in each of Auburn's 14 police beats at all times.
0: So then we get back to the Health Plus Fitness Center Um, during Citizens Open Forum. uh, Several residents came up and spoke about uh, the health center and the pool and how they enjoy it, they like it, and they want it to stay. Um, Council members didn't really make any comments. Um, They kind of just kind of relied on what uh, Mayor Anders said at the beginning of the meeting. Um, Some residents uh, brought forth their concerns over the closing again. I
1: just wanted to tell you how important it is that we have an Auburn pool because we are elderly.
0: Other residents uh, spoke about how what they hope that the city can do and that they were grateful that the city was taking steps to help them by such, by talking with the hospital staff and they hope that maybe the city is able to build something. Uh, like the ideas that have been brought up before were that um, there are plans for an aquatic center built into the Auburn Parks and Rec Master Plan mm-hmm. to be placed uh, near the Boykin Center. Part of that plan, though, to build that it was, it was meant to be a couple years out, not something that gets yeah. started in the next six months. Residents did voice that they hope that council and the city can move forward with that plan quickly.
1: I really would like for y'all to keep in mind why an indoor pool is vital to a growing and livable city like Auburn. Health Plus has met numerous re- needs of our community, needs commonly met by municipal government.
0: However, uh, city staff and the council did note that In order to build that, to build the aquatic center by the Boykin Center, they were going to, they're going to build it on land that is currently occupied by another city department. So they would have Mm. to build something else, somewhere else, to move the current department that is there to then build the aquatic center. So it's kind of like a, this has to move, so this can move, so this can move. And yeah, so there's a lot of pieces. And so starting it soon would definitely be tricky and something that they mm-hmm. have to seriously look at.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, I think that's about it for today. Uh, we hope all of our listeners learned a little bit more about the second city council meeting of the year.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, this was a really, really busy council meeting, like you Definitely. said. Yeah, a lot of stuff went down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot even more stuff is about to go down. Very <laughs> As a reminder, the Council and Planning Commission have some big votes coming up. The council is expected to vote on a moratorium on purpose-built student housing, including Academic Detached Dwelling Units, or ADDUs, at its February 18th meeting, and both the Planning Commission and council will soon vote on an ordinance to regulate short-term rentals in Auburn.
1: The Plainsman will be right there for you, getting all the information you need. Pick up a print copy Thursday mornings or visit theplainsman.com for 24-7 news coverage.
0: We'd like to thank Weagle for allowing us to borrow their studio. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley.
1: And I'm Evan Mealens. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's Network of Podcasts. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.